Phil Gursky, President and CEO of Borealis Threat and Risk Consulting in Ottawa, Canada, and you're listening to Quick Hits, a podcast about terrorism and other aspects of national security and public safety. You may be aware that there's a public inquiry going on right now in the United Kingdom about a terrorist attack that took place in 2017, May 22nd to be precise, outside of an arena where there was an Ariana Grande concert. And an individual called Salman Abedi basically blew himself up with a homemade bomb packed with shrapnel. And in all, 22 people, including some young girls who were attending the concert, were killed and hundreds more were injured in the suicide attack. This inquiry is trying to figure out what happened, what went wrong, what was known and what was not known. And there's an article in this morning's Guardian left-of-center UK publication, which says that Mr. Abedi had been identified by MI5, the British Security Service, which is the UK equivalent to CSIS, the Canadian Security Intelligence Service where I worked. MI5 identified Mr. Abedi associating with six other subjects of interest. We'll get back to that in a second. He had visited a terrorist twice in jail. And he had regularly visited, or traveled rather, to Libya. What does all this mean? Well, first of all, what is the subject of interest? We would call them individuals in, against whom we either had formal investigations, and there's a process for doing that within CSIS, or individuals who had crossed our radar with respect to another investigation. So you're looking at person A and person, and person B comes across your radar and I've been involved in investigations where you're looking at A, and it turns out person B is a lot more important, a lot more presents a lot a great danger, greater danger to the country than person A did. In the end, MI5 decided that by July of 2014 that his file was closed, i.e., they elected not to look at him anymore. There's a lot of finger pointing going on now in the UK about MI5 and why they weren't looking at Abedi, why they weren't investigating him, why no action had been taken. And as a result, 22 people are dead and hundreds are injured. There's a desire to find blame, to find a party responsible for not doing their job. Dereliction of duty, I guess you could say. What worries me in all this is that these individuals who are saying that MI5 wasn't doing his job have a woefully ignorant appreciation for what security intelligence is all about, how investigations unfold, and what in the end is possible and what's not possible. Let's start with some figures, shall we? MI5 has identified more than 20,000, that's 20,000 people of interest from a radicalization perspective. Now, those figures are a couple of years old. The number could be higher. Those were individuals, I believe, most of whom would have been jihadis, Islamist extremists, who were looked at by MI5, at least to a certain extent. MI5 is not that large of an organization. Yes, it has it has its other partners in the UK, but how do you follow, how do you investigate more than 20,000 people? The bottom line is you don't. You have to pick and choose. You have to prioritize. And I remember talking to my colleagues, because I did talk to my colleagues in, in MI5 on a fairly regular basis, 
I remember hearing just how difficult this prioritization parameters were. You had to make decisions, sometimes on a daily basis, about which person to follow and which person not to. Which person do you put physical surveillance on? There's only so many physical surveillance teams. Which person do you go to court to acquire a warrant to intercept their communications? There's only so many linguists and transcribers available. Which person do you recruit a human source against? There's only so many investigators, intelligence officers in our parlance in, in, in Ottawa to go against somebody. There are limited resources at all times. And as professionals, what you're trying to do is to make the best decision possible under incredibly high-pressure situations. Because if you get it wrong, or are perceived to get it wrong, bad things happen, like the Manchester bombing, like the Air, Air India attack in Canada 1985. I don't want to come across as a whiner, but and I've made this point before. We who work in security intelligence, A, are only good as our last failure as far as the electorate's concerned. Nobody cares when we get it right. Nobody cares when we stop a plot. But they sure as hell care when we get it wrong. When we fail to do something, we, we don't follow the right person. We don't investigate the right cell. Secondly, and this is what really gets my goat, security services are damned if they do and they're damned if they don't. If we do follow somebody, we do investigate somebody, we're often accused of being racist or Islamophobic or fill-in-the-blank biased. A lot of bullshit going out there now about systemic racism. Are people racist? Absolutely. Is it systemic? I'm not so sure about that. When we're doing our jobs, there are those that accuse us of doing it incorrectly and looking at individuals who are just normal, law-abiding, tax-paying citizens, I guess unlike Donald Trump who doesn't pay taxes, and therefore, our decisions to investigate and look at people are somehow being determined and influenced by some kind of deep-seated hate or, or, or racist feeling or whatever. We're damned if we don't. When we don't investigate somebody, as MI5 elected not to do with Salman Abedi, and the consequences are what you see, 22 dead and hundreds of injured in a suicide attack in Manchester in 2017. So here's my question to UK citizens and, and Canadians and all the pseudo-experts out there who try to tell us how to do our jobs. How would you do it if you were in our place? Do you have some kind of a magic formula that says, hey, look at this guy, don't look at that guy? Do you have some kind of a, an algorithm that predicts with 100% accuracy that person A poses a threat versus person B is a wanker you can, you can basically ignore? Because if you have these algorithms and you have these bright ideas, for God's sakes, please give them to us. We are, all of us in security intelligence are waiting, just waiting for you to tell us how to do our jobs. Not. Give us some credit that we know what we're doing. We're not perfect because we're human. We will never be perfect. Mistakes will be made. But the men and women that work for MI5 and CSIS and the FBI go to work every morning with one goal and only one goal in mind. That's to do their damnedest to keep their fellow citizens safe. They will, they will follow leads. They will carry out investigations and they will make decisions based on what they know at the time and weighed against all the other priorities and all the other things they're being asked to do. For anyone to stand there on the sidelines and say, you fucked up. 
you guys don't know what you're doing. To me, that's, that's criminal. It's ignorant and it is disrespectful to the efforts that are being made on their behalf. Because that's why we exist at CSIS and MI5 and the FBI. We don't exist to make ourselves look good. We exist to make you guys safe and to prevent bad things from happening. I know I'm sounding a little bit cranky here, and I apologize for that. But I just wished, for God's sakes, that somebody out there would understand how this whole thing works. And maybe it, maybe it partly is our fault. Those of us who work in security intelligence, or in my case, worked past tense in security intelligence, maybe we're not explaining ourselves well enough. Maybe we're hiding behind secrecy. Maybe we're not sharing enough information so that the rest of our citizens have a better understanding of what we do, why we do it, and to a limited extent, how we do it, because that you know tradecraft always must remain classified for reasons I hope you understand. I'm sure it's going to happen again. There are a successful attack will take place. People will start yelling from the rooftops. Why didn't you guys stop it? Yet the next time we do stop something, we'll be accused of stopping the wrong one or engaging in racist behavior. Watch this space. I'll be complaining to you again in six months time when the same thing happens. I just wish that the security services could get a fair shake on what they do and why they do it. Yeah, maybe I'm a dreamer. Who knows? Anyhow, that's how I see things. What do you think with the Manchester Inquiry? Did MI5 fuck up? Could they have done their jobs better? Let me know. You can reach me on email, borealisrisk at gmail.com or on Twitter at borealisaves. You can also find me on Facebook and LinkedIn. If you want to find more content from Borealis, you can go to my website, borealisthreatenrisk.com, hit the subscribe button. You'll get a free daily digest, all the blogs and podcasts, all the other material to your inbox every morning. Love to hear from you. Let me know what your thoughts are. Give me some ideas for future podcasts and blogs. I'll talk to you again very soon. Until then, stay safe. Thank you.